see another one. Do you want me to rap anyone? Live the mood a bit? No, we don't. You can't! You can't do it, you can't! Faithful, 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 faithful. Not sure. Traitor. I'm going to find me, Darren! Oh, wait, you adulterer! Absolutely. You adulterer! I was coming back here to tell you that I loved you. Week two, guys. Very exciting. I'm really excited to be back. Uh, week one went so well. Week one went really well. We saw ourselves climb to number 26. In the, the high peaks of number 26. There's number 26 in the TV and film charts, which I'm pretty happy with for week one. Feeling the support already, which is amazing. Yeah, building see. up a bit of a social media, like few views on TikTok. Few views on TikTok, few hate comments as well. Oh, we love the hate comments. We though. love the hate comments. Keep the hate comments coming. Uh, what was some, one of my favorites? Uh, I think a lot of people didn't take very well to our criticism of I'm a Celeb and Ant and Deck. No, I think we maybe were a bit harsh on saying Ant and Deck need to go, but I don't, I, I don't think we were harsh we'll, on that there needs to be a change. We're going to stand by those opinions, I think. Like, we're, we all feel the sense of agreement about Ant and Deck. It's a bit outdated, the system, so... Yeah, keep the criticism, criticism coming, I think yeah, it's... I'm happy, like, if you, if you want to comment on our videos, like, you're more than welcome to. I'm also... I don't think we were harsh at all. I think, if anything, we weren't harsh enough. I think <laughs> Ant and Deck should go off I'm a Celeb, and I also think that they should never work in TV again. <laughs> oh, do you? And I also think they should be locked in, like, a dark room and never see daylight Or maybe, well, like, the so. Traitor's Dungeon. That could be quite good. Yeah. But we'll talk about that one later. Well, I have a lot to say about the Traitor's we Dungeon, will. so I think we will get onto that. We also realised that we hadn't quite, you know, introduced ourselves last week. The listeners don't really know who we are. Um, Why do we have our expertise in reality TV? Why? What's the story? Where did it come from? Who really are Josh, Russell and Tyler? Who are we? See, I've been asking myself for a long time. Really? I know. <laughs> but I think a good way to kind of let the people know kind of who we are and kind of link that to this podcast is that we probably became really good friends when we would sit every Saturday night and watch X Factor together. When the whole world turned against X Factor and said it's not good anymore, it's, it's, it's days are over, we would gather every Saturday night with a few friends and sit and watch X Factor. We were there, we were making fan accounts. We were making fan <laughs> accounts for, if any of you know... <laughs> Lloyd Macy. Lord Macy. Absolute legend. Absolute oh, legend. Wow. What season was that, like 26? 2016, maybe? 2015, was it Louise? No, 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 no. Lloyd Macy was, I would say, 2017. But we stuck, we basically stuck with X Factor in its lowest points. In its absolute lowest points. And that kind of sums who we are as reality TV fans. We're diehard. We'll, we won't just turn our back on a, on a show that we, that we feel like is, is falling away. No, I'm Like not. I'm a Celebrity, for example, just, you know, reference back to the Anton Depp point. Yeah, exactly. We're still, I, I still can watch I'm a Celeb. Because I feel like a, I feel a sense of duty to watch that show and loyalty. 100%. I love reality TV. You know, I mean, I'd be there. It's my life. Yeah, I, I think I, I fell out of love with X Factor quicker than you guys did, but I was always there watching it. Exactly. I miss those nights. I miss those. Nights. I miss those Saturday nights where we watch X Factor. I feel like bring back the shit TV. Bring back <laughs> the shit Saturday night TV. Honestly, so very exciting week has just passed, but. A very exciting week is coming up for reality. Are you leaving the, the listeners on the cliffhanger for the traitors? 
Yeah, we'll be back for the traitors. We will be back, but yeah. I think we'll start off this week with Love Island All-Stars. So traitors fans, do not worry. You will get your fix. The timestamp below does show where the traitors is if you really want to skip to it. But first... And you know, we know you're hungry for it, but you're going to have to wait. Sometimes the best thing comes to those who wait. Exactly. But for now, we're going to dive right in to the lineup, I think. You know, I think we're going to start yeah. talking about who's there this year yeah. and what we think about them. Okay, so I think what we would like to do is go through each Love Islander from the All-Stars series one by one. Yeah, see if we have any fond memories or not so fond memories. <laughs> a lot's running through my head right now for it's many of these contestants. I'm, I'm very nostalgic. You know, some of my favourite television moments have been of these contestants. Let's get right into it. First up, a more recent contestant. Uh, we've got Mitch. Mitch, messy Mitch. Yeah, it's just like... Why have they brought him back? He's, he was only on it a few months ago. Yeah, I don't know if you saw what he said in his VT, but he said something like, you know, I was so immature last season and <laughs> I just feel like I've really, really matured and I was just a little boy. But How have you, you matured? Like you've just, in six months? You just left and you're going straight back in. Literally just left, you're going straight back in. If you're on Love Island, like, make your money. Like, I respect that. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're offered it, you're not going to turn it down. But, like, don't act like you've grown so much. Nothing's yeah. changed. Nothing's changed, Mitch. And I think we might see this facade of change maybe for about a week. Maybe for about, maybe for a day. Maybe for an hour. Do we know what happened? Him, who was he with by the end? He was with Ella B. Oh, Ella B. Yeah, oh, my. They split up a week after leaving. I like. think... I think so, and I think it was all very much convenience. I, 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 to be honest with you, I think he's just going to go in and cause chaos again. Um, I, think I mean, everyone... if it makes good TV, like, maybe can't complain. You can't complain, but I also think that while he's potentially making good TV, he's just kind of annoying at the same time. He is, he is. But he try, he's like, try, he's going to try have his moment again, but mm. I'm not sure. And it does feel, it just does feel a bit too soon for it. I'm going to go back in. Is I, he I an all-star? He's not an all-star. He's not an all-star. For, for me, me, I don't think for me. But I'm happy to move on to our next, our next contestant. Uh, we're looking at uh, Liberty. Liberty Pool. Liberty Pool. Liberty. I have a lot to say about Liberty, actually, and I'm really yeah. happy that she's going back in. So I really liked her in her yeah. series. I think she's great, and I'm a bit worried for her. You know, I've heard we all know what the public are thinking of doing just for context for listeners who might not be aware of what's going on right now all these islanders are going in they've been on the previous season and as viewers we are able to vote for the first coupling up to pair them together it happened on the previous season of love island where they did that so it's basically our choice who gets paired up and i hate to give a spoiler but another one of the Islanders going in is Jake. Yeah. So we think that Liberty and Jake might get paired together. And we all know how that ended last exactly. time. And they, they haven't spoken. Now. They haven't spoken much really? they, over the last few years. Mm, I, I guess they think. wouldn't so have. I think that makes it even more like the public. They had a quite a, I mean, they had quite a big fallout. They were really, you know, they were the day one couple who was like, yeah, they're going to go to the end. Moy Lib. You've it's just got to watch out for Jake. Like, he's a, he's a menace. He's... 
Watch out for where his eyes are pointing because they're going to be looking down at the people's feet, and he's going to be getting. Oh, that's true. He's going to be getting raunchy right, again. I'd be wearing my sh- I'd be wearing my Crocs. I don't want yeah. anyone. I wouldn't want him looking. Maybe Liberty I will be doing that. Probably wouldn't even wear Crocs because they have holes in. Yeah. So Crocs he could get a, yeah, he exactly. could get a sight. <laughs> maybe slippers shoes. or just fully enclosed shoes. Fully enclosed. Maybe my well- my wellies. Mm. I'd be wearing my yeah. wellies. I, just, I don't even want to see my ankles. Yeah, no. I actually would wear like one of those really long wellies that just go all the way up <laughs> the to your waist because yeah. I just don't want him to see anything it's a know, dangerous game it's a game. very dangerous so game basically the game's going to be given away straight away if all six of the girls have got those long wellies on <laughs> jake is jake is done for i mean they're gonna exactly. have to find someone who is into feet yeah maybe he's gonna turn to a different body part and not be turned on by feet i think he's pretty it. firmly stuck in the camp of feet uh, yeah but if he can't see feet for for two months um, how how is that going to progress? I just really hope he wants to win. I really hope when Maya Jammer walks in, like she's wearing her socks. Yeah, because that's a pair of feet that he definitely wants <laughs> definitely. to see. But I also think it's kind of like you know where people um, phase out addictions, where they just or <laughs> yeah. sometimes they just go cold turkey yeah, yeah. and Maybe they just don't needed. see feet ever again. <laughs> and I think that's needed to really repair this fetish it's, that he has. Maybe he's grown as a person. Yeah, it's been almost three years. <laughs> Anyway. We'll see. Well, I think I hope not. This doesn't come up again because it was very disturbing last time. Yeah, extremely um, disturbing. Like, I hope he gets voted off quite quickly as well. I'm not the biggest fan. No, I don't love him, but it could prove for some good drama. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next contestant. So I don't think you guys know I the next know. contestant because you didn't watch season one. No. I watched season one. He's called Lewis. He. To be fair, he's not that memorable. He got into a pretty serious relationship after the back of the past season that he was in. Yeah. I really have nothing to say. Okay, let's move Brilliant. on. Moving on to the oh, next one. Wow. Demi from Demi wow, season. I'm not sure what number season, but <laughs> Demi was a really good Islander. I think she's going to be really good. I think she's Why do you think she popular. was a good Islander? Not that I don't. I'm just, you know, oh. putting it I think a per- it was a personality, really, that she, you know, all the viewers really liked her. She didn't seem like someone who was in there to sort of play games because you need a bit of that you obviously need to you know play people playing the game to be entertaining and sometimes you also need someone who's just we're not questioning her attention i really you know think she's great and i don't know if you know much about what's happened to her over the past few years but she was struggling with cancer um yeah. and she's got the all clear now and i think she said in her vt that it's given her a really you know new perspective on life and she mm-hmm. knows what she wants and she's going to go and get it but it seems, I, she does. I know they always say that, like, I know what I want and I'm going to go get it. But, like, in the way she's saying it, in the context of, like, what she's been through in her life, I think it's pretty inspirational. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really hope she does well. I hope she I'm finds someone there exactly. who, you know, the right person for her. 100%. Okay, we've got Hannah Elizabeth now. Do you guys know about Hannah Elizabeth? I know. <laughs> I know a bit, but I, not enough, to be honest. I know her for the infamous moment at the, the end of series one where she gets engaged to someone. And yeah. not just for the show, she is... Genuinely engaged. Yeah. So they genuinely did get engaged with... His name was John, John, I think. Um, And yeah, they did get engaged. And yeah, it didn't work out. She's older, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. It will be an interesting dynamic there. Very much so. Do you think she knows what she wants? She must know what she wants. I think she's going in there with a plan. But is what she wants like a 23-year-old? I hope not. (laughs) Maybe. could, Could they bring in a bombshell? Could they bring in John? I've actually met her in real life, you know. Is that true? I well, really? I went to Love Island after some. Yeah. Um, <laughs> la- it was the season of like Gemma Owen and Ekansu right. and Davide. Went to After Sun that season. And you know how they have like 
a couple ex-islanders behind the bar. She was behind the bar. So we oh, didn't actually okay, talk, yeah. but I did see her in the flesh. Yeah. Um, and how, what was she like in the flesh? She was great, you know. Um, yeah, I've got nothing Some to say. Some great insider scoop we've got here. <laughs> <laughs> Just met her, not got much of an insider scoop. She didn't give too much away, but, you know, excited to see her on our screens again. Hopefully she proves for some interesting entertainment. Yeah, next up we've got uh, Anton. Anton. Oh, Definitely an interesting one. Still gets waxed, his, uh, his bum waxed by his mum. Yeah. That's not changed. But, yeah, no. Does he? Seriously. He still does. Oh. I heard on the VT that he's I feel like great. that's yes. a real, like, welfare concern. I feel like we really need... What, for his mum? For both of them, you know. I don't know why she would still be doing that. I think it's... Now, because it's been talked about so widely, the fact that she waxes mm. his bum, I actually feel like, you know, they're so conscious of it while they're doing it. She's probably sitting there waxing his bum, thinking, like, the whole, the whole world... knows that I do this. The whole world yeah, knows about this. True. Is it weird now? You know, can they look at each other in the eye? I don't know. If they were, I don't think I'd be able to look my mum in the eye after she whacked my bum. If they were living under, <laughs> they were living under a rock. They were living under a rock for, for their lives up until Love Island. Fair enough. But now they've been exposed. He's been exposed yeah. to Love Island. Everyone's been talking about it, and I'm sure he's seen like so many comments about this strange activity that goes on in the house. So, I mean, so I far, know. it's not looking so great for the guy's side, for the, the options for the girls. Terrible. Like, I just think, and, so we've got Anton, we've got Mitch, we've got Jake. I wouldn't couple up with any of them. No, they're just, I think the girls could be doing a lot better than these guys. Maybe yeah. there'll be some people coming in. Next up, we've got uh, Loyal Babes. Loyal Babes and Loyal Babes. She hates that. Georgia. I've seen her in a VT. She's not a big fan of that. I'm sorry, Georgia. Off the bat, we've not started on a good note. <laughs> she doesn't like when people bring that up and she's like a bit like she's moved on from it. However, interestingly, you know how they put iconic quotes on the wall yeah. in the Love Island Villa? They've put, I'm loyal babes as well, oh. things on the wall. So she can't really escape it, can she? Interesting. It is interesting. I, I, when Georgia was on, I actually really liked her. I really liked um, her. Up until I the moment. I think people got like... People got quite, went quite against her. Very much so. But I thought she was great entertainment. Just a little bit of context of what happened to Georgia. Everyone loved her because she was probably the first iconic Casa Moore recoupling moment that we've ever seen in Love Island history. Because she was the first one to kind of get ditched by someone who was, they were really into each other before. Right, yeah. And Josh came back with Kaz. That's, yeah. And oh, the public really rallied behind her after that. And she was really popular. And then I think... What happened was, is she was she was really quite, you know, salty about the fact that Josh and Kaz recoupled, which is understandable. Of course. Like, she really liked they him. Were, they were the strongest couple of that series. One of, for the very minus Danny and Jack. Oh, of course, yeah. But other than that, yeah. Um, and then everyone loved her, but then kind of what happened was is she kind of started to move mad, where she went on a date with Jack Fowler, um, even though Jack Fowler was very much with Laura Anderson, they were like very strong. Mm. And she went on a date with him and then yeah. there was this weird kiss gate that went on. And then she said he kissed her. He said they didn't kiss. And then it obviously all got revealed in the lie detector challenge, yeah. which is no longer a challenge, unfortunately. I'm a big fan of the lie detector challenge. She was great. Cause that, that season was like, it was a really good season, but in hindsight, there were, there were quite a lot of better seasons in that one. But obviously Georgia was one of the most iconic islanders on that season should we move on to the I next like one? okay next up we've got uh, a cast member of the barbie movie movie star chris uh chris taylor chris taylor yeah i think of the boys probably the best option there is 100 percent. funny right. successful all-round good guy yeah 
I'm happy with him being in there. I think he's just I, like entertaining, I fun think guy. Him and Demi could be maybe really? a couple. Like I think they both like got very. They're both like seem like genuinely lovely people. I can see them going on a date. I can see the producers yeah. trying to make that happen. Yeah. And if that is strong, potentially could that be a winner? Could they be a winner if I they think start it's off strong? It's potential. It's like the two nice guys. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think the only issue is is that he's been hanging around with movie stars. So has it gone to his head? Has it gone to his head? I don't think so. I think he's grounded. I hope that he's grounded. Do you know why he was in the Barbie movie? Because no. Margot Robbie yeah. loves Love Island. She loves Love so Island. So really? Margot, if you want to come on, we're welcome to have you. We're... I know we're, that would be a big, it's a big shot, but if you love it as much as we well, do, you'll you be you say here. it's a big shot. However, we have recently been followed on TikTok by, I don't want to name names, and but a big an name. ex- Traitors cast member. That's all we'll say. That's if you want to go digging, you can find out yourself. You can go find out yourself on our TikTok following. How many steps away are we from Margot Robbie? Probably only a few. Exactly. I reckon we can get there. We we've, get there got, we're, we're, we've got our connections. Yeah. Let's move on to the next islander. Coming in is Kaz. Kaz. From a few years ago. She was with Tyler, yeah. Not Tyler on our podcast, a different No, no not Tyler. Let's podcast. just clear that up. <laughs> not yet, anyway. Once we start mixing with the Love Islanders, oh, getting yeah. invited we'll to be the events, parties. we'll be going to the parties, we'll be dating them. But also, what I was thinking about Kaz, is Kaz and Liberty, you know, they're already best friends. Does that create maybe like an interesting dynamic with the girls, you know? Or maybe, Can yeah. they become like a fully formed girl group when there's such strong friendships so already? And also, they all know each other, don't they? Exactly. Yeah, this is the big thing. I mean, we've obviously, I feel like we've been kind of avoiding this, but... They've all gone to the same pretty little thing event. (laughs) They've all been to Molly May's, Molly May's events. I I just think it's going to be really interesting. Like, are they going to acknowledge that they've all met each other? Surely they will. Yeah, I think they will. Because it's like, um, even I'm a celeb, when everyone meets each other, either they know the other other person. They're not dating each other. I know, but it's Do you know who they need to get in? They need to get in Islanders who aren't in that, like... Bubble. You kind of need someone maybe like Priya. Do you remember Priya? Priya. Priya yeah, the runner. She, the doctor, the runner. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's completely out of the bubble. Someone like her. Francesca? I think Francesca's oh, yeah. kind of in the bubble. I know, you know she's friends with Maura. Do you know what? I did have an idea. Like, wouldn't it be funny if they put someone in who wasn't actually on Love Island, but they had to like pretend that they were. They're like, you don't remember me. I was on like, <laughs> I was a Casa and Girl <laughs> on season cover. three. Well, there you might know, be most, one or two. Most people don't remember Casa and War Girls. No, they wouldn't. But not us, because we have an extensive knowledge. And we actually tested each other the other day if we could remember all the Casa and War Girls <laughs> from season five. <laughs> well, we, we shouldn't have saw what might be coming up. This is what we do in our spare time. Um, so we, we could remember Nabila, Lavina, Maria, they were the Jordan. Three ones. Jordan, of course, because she... Was still in the villa afterwards, but then you've got who else? Belle. Was in the villa? Belle. Oh, she was okay. Belle and Anton, of course. And then there's um, one more. Michael was with Joanna. Was it Joanna? That was Joanna. Season, yeah, exactly. So there were three who stayed on, and then Maria, Nabila, Lavina. I think that. Who? How many people still remember Maria, Lavina, and Nabila in this know. world? If yeah. you think if you're you... one of them, 
we're happy to get you on because that for and us if that's not, impressive. If not, follow us because that is some yeah. impressive knowledge. Also, for <laughs> us, that's social currency. Like, if you can remember irrelevant Love Islanders, not to say they're irrelevant, you know, you, you guys did great. Um, but if you can remember irrelevant Love, Love Islanders in our kind of friendship circles, that's social currency. That's how you like me. That's important. Your way that's, that's very important. That's, that's what you need to be knowing. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, there's not too many left. There are, obviously, we've got uh, Toby as well. Yeah. Um, he's, you know, caused. A bit of controversy, I think. I think he'll be an interesting one to follow. I um, really want him, and everyone always says, you know, him and Chloe were great, and I really think they were great, and I hope they get back together, I really do. Yeah. And I think they're actually on good terms from what I've seen. Hey, well, hey. bombshell potentially. And then okay. finally, we've got Georgia. Um, again, not too much to say. No. I think she'll be great. I, I, I like her. I remember her from season three. You know, potentially if you get Kem in there, that might be interesting. I know they had a little drama, but it was so minor like 10 million years ago. So I don't really think it's going to be... This is the thing is like, if you put people in who had drama eight years ago, are they going to discuss that? Are they going to sit down and be like, yeah, we had a little disagreement like eight years ago. For example, say you've got... Yeah, like, I think people just move past it. Like, it's not that important. It, exactly. In the grand scheme of things, it's so unimportant. So I'm really interested to know how the drama is going to play out this season. We were also saying before we started filming that, you know, is it going to be a bit forced, the drama? Because they know that they want to get their story They're all very aware. They'll all be very aware of the cameras. They've all done it before. They yeah. know what makes it on TV and what doesn't. Yeah. So I think that we will see a bit of people like kind of knowing what they're doing, playing up to the drama. 100%. Which maybe it will make for good TV, but like I just kind of hope it's not too fast. It's going to be interesting. It's the first time I've done an All Stars, so I'm excited for it. I think it's actually probably better than just the average winter season. Exactly, oh, definitely. Change it up. Yeah. But you won't. I, I'm, I think we're all looking forward to it. It's interesting, interesting to see how it will develop. Mm. But yeah, there's potential drama there. It's just interesting to see how the couples will work, seeing as they probably all have know each other and have met each other before. If Margot Bobby's watching it, I feel obliged. Like yeah, I have to. yeah. We'll exactly. do what you do, Margot. Okay. I think, um, yeah, that comes to the end of our Love Island chat. But we are so excited to talk about it next week with you when we really have like started to get a feel for what the season's going to look like. Definitely. But if you have any you know, thoughts about the people who are entering the villa, let us know. We'd yeah, love definitely. to discuss. We're, we're always open to hear. And cool. we'll see you soon with the traitors. Welcome back, guys. Uh, we're very excited now because we're going to be moving on to our favorite, deep down, our favorite, the traitors. I think yeah. that is our favorite. You know, I think we can hide it as much as we like, but for me, it's just one of the best TV shows ever made. I it just it just is. It's just per, it's perfection on TV. But saying that, saying that, I wasn't too happy with the producers when they left us on probably the worst cliffhanger I've ever seen. And that is when we knew that Ash was getting evicted, sorry, getting <laughs> banished. And then they left us on a cliffhanger with that anyway. Like, well, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care that she's good. I mean, I knew that she was a fucking traitor she anyway. So just, like what, she's gonna turn around and be like, yeah, I'm a faithful. Exactly. Like, so. what, were you, what were you gagging us with? You were gagging us with absolutely nothing. There was no other cliffhanger to leave it on though, because I think at the round table, Ash, or it, Ash just had so many votes, right? So they couldn't have left it on the cliffhanger yeah, where like, uh, Ash, Ash has like 
but I'd rather just see what happens and then, just and then go to and then be able to have a nice episode. night's sleep. Exactly. Why did you need? I wasn't happy. At all. I did have a nice night's sleep. I, I didn't. I was tossing and turning all night. What? Because I just about... wanted to see her reaction. I wanted to see everyone's reaction. So maybe they actually did well there. Maybe I'm. Stupid. I mean, so what, what did you, what did you guys think of Ash? Like, what did you think of her downfall? My moment that I wanted to speak about this week was, you know, the downfall of Ash, the inevitable, predictable downfall of Ash. Because, yeah, she is probably one of the worst traitors of all time. I mean, yeah, I think she is. I think she's she the is. worst traitor of all time. I know we, you know, we were very kind to her last week. I don't think we should have been so kind. <laughs> but I do think that she, yeah, she she's definitely an, one of the worst traitors of all time. She played an awful game. She, she just Terrible. sort of re- received the poison chalice though by being pl- placed in the jun- dungeon. I think. She put I think herself every- in the dungeon. Let's talk she, about she was happy to, but it didn't feel like she was going to be strong enough to be like to the other traitors. I don't want to be in the dungeon because I think that will put me at risk. I think she saw it in a different way and thought actually she, it would take me out the firing line. It didn't actually made things what uncomfortable. Did, for what me. did you guys think of the addition of the dungeon? I thought that the dungeon was hilarious. It was like literally looked like a green screen. Um, the set, I'm pretty sure it was literally probably in the car park. The set, I don't think it was underground at all. It definitely wasn't underground. No, there was no way it was underground. I think they probably walked them round the back of the house, and there was like a little caravan, and then they went in there, and then the dungeon was in there. I mean, it was just not a good set at all. It was funny. It was like it was like it was yeah. It was it was camp. It was like iconic. Like it's the set. It's on the theme with the traitors. Another very you know. Know, camp iconic moment that we saw was when Claudia lit the torch when she was walking oh, with the yeah. torch and she lit that torch I thought again so iconic everything she does yeah well yeah everything she does yeah, um, do we need to say it it's just like we know it now yeah exactly it's kind of the, one of those things where we're beyond actually saying it because it's one of the well, like it's more entrenched on screen we have to say it it's more entrenched than the US constitution that Claudia Winkleman <laughs> is an icon you know what I love as well I, I don't know if we mentioned this last week but uh, mum cam as well every time Ross is talking at the round table for example they'll pan the camera to Diane quickly to see mm. her reaction it's so good yeah I, I, I do like that but back to Ash so what I was going to say about her is I think she's very very easily manipulated she was very easily manipulated by the traitors that's why she went to the dungeon she couldn't see which was so blindingly obvious that Paul was basically trying to sign her death warrant it was mm. a death sentence 100% 100% yeah, yeah. she was silly she was silly to very silly. Going on Ooh, like, silly, silly, silly woman. No, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> that was a bit harsh. She's not. She, she just, I think, crumbled under a bit of the pressure. But silly she woman. didn't. She seemed to give the trust back to Paul so quickly mm-hmm. after he'd betrayed her, which I just couldn't understand. I mean, there was never any chance. They were, the traitors wanted her gone. The faithfuls wanted her gone. She was gone. Bless her. She moment. seemed lovely. She just wasn't cut out to be a traitor. No, she wasn't cut out for the show. N- but, yeah. I you mean, need, you need, you sometimes need those contestants though. Just to, we to wish her well. We, we wish her, her well. well on her way. And, She's welcome back and on the pod. her future endeavours. Mm, 100%. Um, but I just think she wasn't cut out for it. Okay. So, next Russell, moment. I'd like to address the incredible, in my opinion, I think it's really good game playing from Jazz. He's been quietly going about his business and he's already targeted Paul but he's not really wanting to do it at the round table just yet and unless he has the backing of other players and I think it's quite clever and then obviously on Friday's show I believe came the conversation with Paul where they have both they've both sort of been going at each other recently and Jazz has been like a guy a guy of like very few words so far but 
he's, he's targeted on Paul and now he's realised that he's working out that Paul and Harry might also both be traitors. I think Jazz is very calculated. He keeps things in the memory. So when Paul gets inevitably banished, which I think he will be in the next few episodes... His time is ticking. His time Then up. Jazz will be thinking, hold on a second, but Paul and Harry are like talking behind talking things behind their back and Paul's a traitor. Has he given Harry up? So... that could be the first suspicion that we see on Harry I don't know why he would do that I think it was just the most ridiculous attempt for him to just win Jazz's trust back but it really was selfish gameplay from him and it looks suspicious as well on his his side on Paul's side yeah Yeah. like it Jazz it Jazz knows that that didn't clear anything up for him Paul now thinks that Jazz doesn't have suspicions of him that will be bought back, like because of the closeness. Is, he's way too big for his boots. Paul mm. is way too big for his boots. He thinks that he's got everyone in the palm of his hands, and this is something I've really realised this week. Is he just thinks everyone's doing what everyone's doing is Paul, dirty work for him? He thinks that he's got control over everyone. But look, everyone's onto him. We're all onto you. Paul mate. is a goner. Paul is a goner. I'm telling you now, next week is gone. Yeah, he's overthought everything, and the closer him and Harry being so close and telling each other everything is backfiring. And his downfall is going to be brilliant. He thinks he's so sure that he is in control of everything, but he is trusting that he is not. And no. that control is slowly slipping out of his fingers, slipping away, and he's just he's going to panic, and he's going to be gone, and I'm going to love it. He's he, he's he's driving a car on, on black ice. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah, he is. I mean, As we do, and he's about to skid into but a he bush. No, he thinks he's just on the road, and then he, the bush will go on fire. He thinks he's just on the road, though. He thinks he's like smooth sailing. No yeah. one's on to him. But he's not. He's in trouble. No, he's not. Unless Jazz gets banished earlier, and then it, it, if if he kills Jazz, Paul can't kill Jazz because then that would be so obvious that Paul is a traitor. Because no one else is suspicious of, suspicious of Jazz yet. Jazz yeah. is just great. I think he's going to do well. He's great. He's He's really been a shining star in the last couple of episodes. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, should we move on to my moment of the week? Definitely. I I have to say, I love the twist of episode six. They had to get the poison chalice. They had to get to the book, decide someone who was going to drink from the chalice. Um, and that would be the person who was murdered. And a uh, face-to-face murder. But what I loved about that was the panic in the traitors of how they were going to organise it and do it in front of the people because I think a part of the hard the hardest part of the game is that there's very little to go off but this really gave something for the faithfuls to like look at and think oh wait why are Paul, Harry and Miles suddenly not with us when everyone's here and I think people could start to connect the dots and it gives them a real opportunity I was so stressed watching it. Like, I literally had to pause my TV probably, like, eight times during that whole last segment. It was one of those where you literally cannot watch. I was so stressed. When Zach walked outside and was kind of... I thought he was going to see all of them, and I was really, really stressed out for a second, and I was literally like, oh, my God, like, what's happening? It was... Yeah, when they all stood by the by the fire pit, yeah. I was just like leave, like just yeah, do it, no, and like stop, stop discussing in the in the library as well. They like couldn't find the book. Oh my I god! Mean, are you guys doubting that they're like they're not Shakespeare super fans? Because they they genuinely just could have been three really passionate Othello fans. Yeah, I just want to have a read of the books. I don't see Harry reading Othello personally. No. I, Paul kept like looking out of the door, uh, walking outside yeah, of the room five, so five, ten times. If the same person saw him do that twice. Surely you'd, yeah, you'd have suspicion. It was so very risky. I think also we are seriously worried. We've been left on a cliffhanger for five days and our sweetheart, the nation's sweetheart, Diane, is at serious. Is she, is she gone? 
what's going to happen to Di? What are we going to do if Diane isn't there anymore? I really. Gonna I don't know what I'm going to do, Tyler. I, d- what, I really don't know what I'm going to do. What's Ross going to do? What's Ross going to do without mum? He's been murdered. You're going to murder his mum in front of him. Is he going to? Is there any chance that she's not going to drink the drink? I think there's something at play here. There is something in her eyes when she's looking at Miles saying, I know exactly what you're going to do. And she's going to take that drink and she's going to pour it all over his head and say, I know you're a traitor. That is what she's going to do. And that is going to be the moment that's going to make my life. She wanted the fizzy one though. Like she's like, if you think about her character, like of course she wants prosecco, of course Diane I wants know, a prosecco. It's pretty. And that's gonna be her downfall. It's pretty iconic though. It's a pretty iconic way to die. It's, it, she died uh, at the hands of sipping fizzy, on the yeah. bubbly. sipping on the fizzy bubbly. But also, well, bubbly, bubbly's always fizzy. Yeah. If, she <laughs> if she doesn't actually get murdered though, that must have been the traitor's intentions. So it might happen at a future point. Say there is something. Amiss, and we, you know, we've we've been caught out here by the producers. Their intention, I think, was to kill Diane. Clearly, right? The they show the cut. The show cut just before it hit her lips. Is there going to be any way that she's? There's something in her eyes, Russell. There's maybe something she, in her maybe eyes. Maybe she'll just like have a sudden moment. And she think, I actually don't want the fizzy. I want the flat. Mm. I just want to sip on my rosé. I don't want the bubbly. What if she just gives it to Ross? She wants her son to have a drink, mm. and Ross gets murdered. Then she kills her own son. She's killed her son. She is capable of doing that. She is capable of murder. She's of her capable own son. of the ultimate yeah. betrayal. The ultimate betrayal. She could kill her son with her eyes closed, without any guilt or remorse, and should be iconic for doing so. We're gonna have to sadly face the realization that our queen has gone. Our rock star. Our superstar. No. Well, if she like, does in this in this situation, like how? What are we gonna do? If she has gone. Next week's episode will be a we'll all wear black. We'll wear, we'll black. wear black. We'll black, wear black. Black cloaks, maybe. You know, no, I just think funeral attire. Cause he was wearing the headpiece. Like mm. we'll wear those. We'll wear black. We'll fully wear black because our queen is. Paul will be in for a shock though. If the murder, the murder in plain sight nature of it. So far, all the murders he thinks have, have ha- actually happened. And he just hasn't seen them because you see his face. He, he really <laughs> thinks these people are getting murdered, and then he he's going to see whoever gets murdered in plain sight. They're not exactly going to fall across the floor what? and faint while they I'll, have a drink. I'll tell you something. I, I think he's Paul. Paul is that like, convinced that he's actually killing people oh. in plain sight, and he's going to be yeah. confused. He's got some sick, twisted. I mean, it's kind of funny, but he's got some sick, twisted way about him when he kills I people. Think he loves it. I obviously we love the show, but I think one one way they missed the trick this week was in the challenge in the graveyard. I don't understand why they didn't put the murdered traitor, the murdered people's from the game's name on the graves. Yeah. Like they could have been digging through uh, Sonya's grave, or <laughs> maybe like Sonya came back as a zombie. Like I'll be honest, know. I would comment on that, but I skip through the challenge. Mm, when yeah. I'm not a fan of the challenges. They're shit. They're just shit. Why are they always physical? Why just be running? It's not fair. Like what? There's some people like Miles. Clearly, he doesn't want to be doing the running. No, he doesn't. But he shouldn't have to be. Why? I understand maybe you do some cha- some physical challenges, but it's just, it's not on. I think as well, they have such a great opportunity. Like you, you see in Big Brother and like Love Island, for example, and all these other shows, the challenges are like really like key parts of the show where mm. it provides a lot of entertainment. And then, and the traitors, 
they're just doing the same thing over and over again. I mean, it's slight variations of it, honestly, but the only good part of the challenge is Claudia, yeah, and that's I mean, all I enjoy watching the, the about The best it. thing that's happened to do the challenges was a Brian Sheep moment. Like, something like that, where you play a game where everyone votes to say who's the biggest this, who's the biggest that. That actually affects the game going mm. forward. I think the biggest issue with the challenges is that they don't affect the game going forward. Yeah, so. and there's... there's Obviously, players are trying to work out. Oh, this is traitorous behaviour from from Miles, for example, because he didn't do any of the work in the task. But it's not. I don't it's think you not. can base anything in a they, challenge off. Oh, this person's a traitor or not, and therefore, what's the point? They both earn the, the money. Either, both, either when you're a traitor or faithful, you want the money, so it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. No, it doesn't make a difference. Um, yeah, I'm just not a fan of the challenges. I kind of hope they figure out some way of making them a bit more relevant. I just can't wait for next week. I think, as Alexandra Burke once said. She brought this phrase actually over to the oh, UK. Could, I know what you're um, saying. But that's the elephant the in the room, you know? The elephant in the room is that the challenges are shit. So. Yeah, I just. We're all ignoring it, but I hope they figure out a way to, to make them better. But yeah, I mean. I loved actually something I want to say. It's not my moment, but it's just a sub moment yeah. that I enjoyed as well. I loved how Claudia was so pissed off at all of them in oh, the episode so today, where she just told them how embarrassing they are, um, that they should be ashamed, and she just degraded them. And you know, you're seven one down. That's embarrassing. I saw Ryan from last season. I think it was Ryan. He tweeted saying that if Claudia ever did that in our season, and maybe she did, she probably did still come in with some, yeah, some rude comments. It, it, hurt, it would have hurt him almost as much as like his parents are telling him off. And it w- for me, it would hurt yeah. me so much if Claudia said that to me. I because would, she means so much to me. I would me. hate for her to be disappointed in me. Exactly. Just, I want her to have the best view of me as possible. Yeah. She's kind of... But she put little... them in their place. She's right, it is embarrassing. They're, like, they're throwing out like, the, the, the faithfuls who are clocking on to people and they're just getting rid of them. Right, one. The strong faithfuls they're getting rid of as well. They are always a bit unfair to the faithfuls when they say like, you know, you're doing a terrible job, like so many faithfuls have got out. That's true. When realistically, the nature of the game is that the, the traitors are going to be always one step ahead. Like they're always going to be winning. The faithfuls are at an automatic disadvantage. Half of the, that scoreline, half of it is just, it has to be a faithful being murdered. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So it's like 4-1. Yeah. Which is sort of reflect a good but reflection of aside from aside away. from that, it just feels like the faithfuls are, are lost. They're other than Jazz, they're lost. Mm. So I don't. We'll see how next week develops. Sadly, I really hope it's not, but I think it will be without Diane. Ooh. Okay, I think we're going to end this segment here. But let's move on to the next section of the podcast. We're going to be responding to some listener questions. Okay, so we're back. Uh, we've had the, the messages from the listeners have flooded in in their hundreds and thousands. Flooded. Wow. But we are sorry that we couldn't get back to all of you, but we're going to go through a few questions that I picked out. We do want to try and get back to as many as you as possible, so do keep them coming in over the coming weeks. Yeah, we, we'll, appreciate we, get there. we appreciate it so much. Um, we'll start off with a question from Alana. She says, thoughts on having both winter and summer love island every year? No, not for me. Uh, I just don't think... I think it just becomes a bit too stale if you have two every year. It ruins year. it. Yeah, it's too much. It's like four months. That's like a third of the year is consumed by just Love Island. It's too much. There's yeah, so much other reality as well. It's like, if you have... If you really like tuna, and you have <laughs> tuna every day... I do. 
you won't love tuna as much as if you have tuna once a week and like save it as a, as a treat. Mm. And you could start to develop an allergy to it. Exactly. And I think too much love. Can you? Can you develop an allergy to I it? Think you can, eat too much food. I think food you, or tuna? If, no, if you eat too much of like one thing, too, then you can develop an allergy. Right, exactly. And I'm developing an allergy to love islands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, these are not medically, but like, I don't know where to I've come up with this. Don't pass this on. And I'm not a doctor, but you know. It could be true. It could be true. And I don't know, we have a lot on our plates. You know, we've got Britain's Got Talent on our plates. We've got traitors on our plates. We can't just have splat, you know, 70% Love Island. But I plate. am grateful for Love Island All-Stars rather than Winter Love Island. It feels like I've got something a bit different in my life mm. rather than just the same thing over and over. Spice is the variety of life or something. What's the phrase? Spice is the variety of life. Spice is the variety of life. No, variety is the spice of life. Exactly. Variety creates spice. If you don't have variety, then there's no spice. It's just like salt and pepper. Should we move on to our next question? Go on. We should. I have a question from Bradley. He says, dream cast for Celebrity Big Brother. Ooh. So, what about... Do you like Stacey Dooley? I do like Stacey Dooley. I re- actually really do. I'm a big Stacey Dooley fan. I think she'd say it how it is. Yeah, she would. There's a great guy on TikTok who does impressions of Stacey Dooley. I, I like her. I think if there were some controversial figures, she'd like put them in their place. She's an investigative journalist, so you know she's always looking for like, clues. What's going on? Controversial figures. Could we see like one of Prince Harry or Meghan Markle in there? Meghan. Oh Let's gosh. get Meghan. She'll be in there in a few years. She would be. To be yeah, real. she'd be good in that. She would be. So that's that's like a dream one, like a bit of uh, outlandish. But I think it's more real than you think. Really? Yeah. James Corden. As rumours about James Corden, you know, bit yeah. of a diva. Yeah. That's what I've heard. So would it be interesting to see him mm. under cameras twenty four seven? Real James Corden. See, I'd I, like to that see would be interesting. That would be interesting. I, I would love to see Mary Berry. Harry Berry. Harry Berry would be great for this show. I mean, she I feel like she's still doing great at her age. She's just amazing. I've seen I, her on she's TV. She's thriving. Recently. I can tell you where she's thriving. She's still thriving at the age of her late eighties. She's shopping this yeah. challenge. She would thrive. She knows what ingredients you need to make a good cake mm. and make a good meal. I, I'd like to see her in there. What about Holly Willoughby? Holly Willoughby. She stepped down from this morning after having a stalker. I'm not sure what would be the best thing for her. Really, I don't think it's her sort of environment personally. I think it's someone who I would love to see again. You know, watch them really see how they interact with everyone. You know, without the this morning perfect persona mm, appearance. Like, I want to see the who is the real Holly Willoughby? Who is she? Who is she? I guess we'd find out. We would. I've got one more. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. He it? would be, I think it'd be really good. And he'd be great, especially when they're making food. If you, if Also, if you have Mary Berry in there and Gordon Ramsay. That's a think. meal. That is a, that or maybe I wouldn't want to see that. That would be quite tough to watch if Mary Berry if he getting, called, If he called Mary Berry hey. an idiot sandwich, I would not stand for that. He would be cancelled. Mm. Yeah, cancelled. it could make for painful what doing. Yeah, but she could call him an idiot Victoria <laughs> Sponge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think... That's thank you for your questions very much, but I think we'll wrap it up there for this week. Thank you. You mean thank you very much for your question. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> you said thank you thank for your question very much. Thank you. For your questions. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for your questions. They were very good, but you know, I think it's time for us to wrap up now.
thanks so much guys for listening i've had a blast i've had an amazing time it's been it's been real I it's can't been. wait for next week. We've got an amazing week coming up. Love Island All-Stars, the start of it. A big week of the Traitors. The reality scene is it's quite heavy right now. And I'm I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. It's much needed in January, isn't it? Exactly. Rest in peace, Diane. Yeah, Rest in peace. Sad, sad, sad times. But we'll see you guys next week. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Bye, Bye guys.